celebrate Jesus with a mighty clap. Oh, somebody celebrate Jesus with a mighty clap of praise. Somebody clap your hands and celebrate Jesus with a mighty clap. Oh, 
We will dedicate your babies in this house. Receive in Jesus' name. Receive place in Jesus' name. It is done. It is done. It is done. It is done. Receive place. Receive place. In Jesus' name. Go and make babies. In the name of Jesus. Asida. and shout hallelujah somebody clap your hands and shout hallelujah 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 come on are you giving them praise come on somebody shout hallelujah 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 glory be to jesus god bless you amen lift up your bibles lift it up Hallelujah. Lift up your Bibles, please. And say, this is my Bible. It is the word of God. I believe what he says I am. I can do what he says I can do. I am not a hearer only. I am a doer of the word. Say, I'm not a hearer only. I am a receiver of every blessing in the word of God. Wave your Bible and shout a big amen. God bless you. Please be seated. Hallelujah. So I'm going to speak briefly on what I've entitled God Lovers. God Lovers. Somebody say God Lovers. Amen. So we have entered into a new month. This is the month of October. It's a very, very special month. It's the best month in the year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. October is my best month, so it's the best month of the year. You can decide to say that yours is the best, but... As long as I'm the one holding the microphone, I'm telling you that. <laughs> right, you to your October born. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Eh. Ah. All right. Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse 5. Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse 5. Father, thank you for this morning. We are never the same. We will never leave it the same as we came you would speak to us and you would do what you have promised us to do in our lives in jesus name amen so deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse 5 says um so this thing is on but there is no signal that's what it's saying right the bible says that and thou shall love the lord thy god with all thine heart 
and with all thy soul and with all thy might. All right. Can we read it together, please? Is it possible to read together? Okay. Ready, go. No, 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 no. Please wait. I, I beg you. Let, if you are reading, let's read it well. Uh, Matter your voice and read it. Ready, go. Amen. Now, this scripture is not a suggestion. It's not a suggestion. It's not an advice. It is a commandment that God was speaking to the children of Israel and by extension speaking to us as spiritual Israelites or descendants of Abraham. And the commandment is that you read the preceding verses. It was talking about how they are supposed to destroy all the idols of the foreign you know foreign idols and other things and then in verse 5 he says that and you shall love the Lord or thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy might now this means that you can love God and possibly not with all of your heart and you can love Possibly not with all of your soul, which includes your intellect. Is that okay? And you can love God and not with all your might, which has to do with your physique or physically. And when we say physically, not just your muscles, but anything that includes your might, including the product of your might, which has to do with your money, your your properties and everything. They are a product of your might. Is that okay? Yeah. Because when we read Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18, it says that you shall remember the Lord your God for it is he that gives you power. Alright? To get wealth. So, it is a product of your, of your might. Now, in 2 Corinthians chapter 8 verse 8 and 9. 2 Corinthians chapter 8 verse 8 and 9. I'll be reading a lot of scriptures today. And because of time, I'm going to go very fast. He says, I speak not by commandment, but by occasion of the forwardness of others. And to prove the, necess- or to prove the sincerity of your love. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes... He became poor that you through his poverty might be rich but my interest in the is in the verse 8 where he says that um to prove the sincerity of your love to prove the sincerity of your love because the truth of the matter is that any love that is not yet proven is still not um <laughs> i don't know what word to use but until your love is proven you cannot say it is absolute. Is that okay? So, Jesus said to Peter that you will have an opportunity to deny me. When Peter was talking about, Jesus, I love you, and that I will die with you. And Jesus said, no, 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 no. You, you will deny me three times. So, every love will always go through a process and a period of trial 
and a point where you have to test the sincerity of your love. So the other day, Jesus asked Peter, do you love me? And he asked him again, the second time, do you love me? And the third time, he said, do you love me? And in all these times, why would he continue to ask him if he loves him? Because, like Paul is saying in Corinthians, to prove the sincerity of your love. So, if you say you love Jesus, and if I say I love Jesus, God will always give us an occasion to prove the sincerity of our love. Amen? Lovers of God are the people that secures the promises of God and the harvest of God. Lovers of God are those who, who secures God's promises and God's harvest. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9, the Bible says, 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9, but as it is written, eyes have not yet seen, nor ears heard, neither have it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for them that, come on, talk to me, for them that, amen. So, if you love God, the Bible says, or if you, if you are able to prove the sincerity of your love, then the Bible is saying that eyes have not yet seen, ears have not yet heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man, the things that God has prepared for you. Church, there are things reserved for people who love God. There are great opportunities, there are great blessings, there are great promises that God has prepared for those who love him. And listen, I don't know what you are believing God for. But if you can love God well and love him sincerely and love him enough, your future will be better than your now. Oh, I thought you would say a better amen to that one. The law of the state of the heart, the law of the state of the heart says, what God will do in your life is a direct function of the state or the condition of your heart. So I'm giving you a law. That is the law of the state of the heart. If you, you see, what God will do in your life, the level to which God will bless you has a direct link, a direct function to the state of your heart, to the condition of your heart. Am I speaking to somebody right now? Yeah, last week I was telling you the reason why God will only make some people stewards over 50 CDs a week. God will sometimes give some people make them stewards over 20 CDs a week, and that is where they will get to. And mostly it's because of the state of their hearts. Because if your heart is towards God, then you have no limits. That is when the Bible says that eyes have not yet seen. I pray this morning, may somebody's heart be towards God in the name of Jesus Christ. Are you here with me? Please, are you, are you sure you are here with me this morning? Ask somebody, are you here this morning? Alright. And ask the person, is your heart here? Is your heart here? What did the person say? Alright. Are you sure your heart is not with your boyfriend? Your heart is here. Alright. So look at what the Bible says about Solomon who in his day was the richest man that ever lived. Solomon was a great man. Alright? Now the Bible says in 1 Kings chapter 3 and verse 3 
Give us first Kings 3 3. Yeah. Oh, first Kings chapter 3 and verse 3. All right. The Bible says, And Solomon loved the Lord. Let's say it together. Come on, say it again. And Solomon loved the Lord. Walking in the statutes of David his father, only he sacrificed and burnt incense in high places. Solomon was a lover of God. For everything Solomon experienced in this life, the Bible makes us understand that the beginning is simply because Solomon loved God. He loved God. Church, if you can love God, your end will be better than your beginning. Can I hear somebody say a better amen in the church? I said, if you can love God, your end will be better than your beginning. In verse 4, the Bible says, And the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there. So, sacrifice must be as a result of love. Sacrifice must be as a result of love. And he continues to say, For that was the great high place. A thousand burnt offerings did Solomon offer upon the altar. The man in one day offered 1,000 <laughs> 1,000 cows in the tree of him. Not 1,000 cities. Huh? Not 1,000 cities. 1,000 burnt offerings. 1,000 cows. He offered it in one day upon the altar. Look at verse 5. So after he, he started by loving God, he went on to follow God's commandments and then he con- continued and then what did he do? He offered a sacrifice unto the Lord. In verse 5, the Bible says, In Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night and God asked, and God said, Ask what I shall give thee. Now, this man have gotten to a point where God is not just telling him what he wants to do for him. But God is saying to Solomon that anything you want, I'm giving you a blank check. Ask me and I'll give it to you. That is the destiny of God, of the lovers of, the lovers of God. That is the destiny of the lovers of God. If you are somebody who loves God, listen, your destiny can never be quantified by any human mind. When, if you're a lover of God, men may write you off men may not regard you but i tell you what god will do in your life will surprise generations yet unborn i am praying for somebody here today even in your old age may god surprise you in the name of jesus i am praying for a young man here for a young woman here i am praying for somebody who is coming from a family of nobodies i am praying for somebody here who is coming from a family where it looks like there is no hope for you and i am prophesying into your life if only you can love the lord your god your end shall be greater than your beginning somebody clap your hands and shout a big amen hallelujah so you know the story solomon said god i want wisdom blah 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 you know that story right all right but look at verse 13 look at verse 13 so it is important to understand that solomon never asked god for money solomon never asked god that god help me to defeat my enemies solomon never asked god for buildings and for properties but in verse 13 the bible says after he asked god for wisdom 
God said, I've given it to you and I have also given, I have also, in addition to what you asked, in addition to what you asked, I have also given thee that which thou hast not asked. When you love God, eh, your children, they will reach places in life that you never even prayed about. There are some of you in this church, you will get marriages that you never imagined you would ever get there. I'm I'm telling you, I'm telling you, there are some of you, there are certain sicknesses that the doctors told you is in your body, they will disappear and you will not even know when the sickness disappeared. Come on here. I said you will not even know when the sickness disappeared. Because you are a lover of God. When you love God, even if, I don't care how old you are, you may be 50 years, 55 years, but one of these days, you shall come to the altar with your husband, with your wife, and your wedding. <laughs> Somebody say, God loves. Come on, let me hear you say it louder. Say, God loves. Are you a lover of God? Oh, uh, are you a lover of God? Look at somebody and say, I love Jesus. Yeah, he, says so. he says, what you have not asked is what I'll give to you. Huh? He says, both riches and honor so that there shall, be, there shall not be any among the kings like unto thee all the other days. So there shall not be any king in your days that can ever be compared unto you. Why? Because 1 Kings chapter 3 and verse 3 and Solomon loved the Lord. He says, I'll give you wisdom. I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you. And also, I'm giving you what you didn't ask for. He said, I'll give you riches and I'll add honor to you in such a way that all your days, there will not be any king that can ever be compared unto you. Why? Because Solomon loved the Lord. Solomon loved the Lord. Do you love Jesus? You know that song they sing? I love you, Lord. Every time I think about you. Every time I read about you. Every time I hear your name. I start to smile. smile. And every time the sun starts shining. Every time the wind starts blowing, every time I feel your anointing, I start to smile. Let me take the time to say, I love you. Let me take the time to say, I care. I love you, Lord. Every time I read about you, every time I read about you, Lord, I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love. I love you, Lord. 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 
with Jesus and he is in love with me and I'm in love with Jesus and he is in love with me I'm in love with Jesus and he is in love with me and I'm in love with Jesus and he's in love with me I'm in love with Jesus and he's in love with me and I'm in love with Jesus and he's in love with me yeah. Put your hands together. Oh, someone, if you love Jesus, come on, clap your hands and appreciate him. Amen. So sometimes all you want to do is just to tell him, Lord, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Medal. Medal. Nama. No, it's alright. Sumuye. Medal. Medal. Nama. Sometimes, oh, sometimes, you know, sometimes you can just lie down and just, Lord, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. I love you. I love you. Jesus, I love you. Holy Spirit, I love you. 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 I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. Because eyes have not yet seen, ears have not yet heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared or kept in stock for those that love him. May you become a lover of God in the name of Jesus. And you see, this thing about Solomon, Jesus echoed it in a certain way because Solomon loved and then he sacrificed. He lived a life of sacrifice unto the Lord. And Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6 verse 21, he said, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So if you love God, anything that makes up your treasure will be with God. You can't love God and say, my talent is not for God. No. You can't love God and say, I will not, I will not want to serve in his house. You can, you can. Is it possible? No, come and talk to me, church. I ask somebody, is it possible? Ask somebody. Yeah. No, ask the person. Maybe the person is a new kind of a human being. So ask the person. <laughs> ask the person, is it possible? How is it possible for you to love God and your money is not there? Your money is not where God I mean, it's not possible. Are you understanding what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yesterday, I heard somebody posted something on Instagram. He said, um, the lady was asking for 50%. He said he wants a man who can love her with 50% of her, his, his, his salary. Yeah. 50% of the salary. And he said, And then the man responded and said, even God takes 10%. <laughs> 
and then he asked the woman a question why are you the mother of god <laughs> amen but where your treasure is there your heart will also be so if you love god look at how much of your time you give to god look at how much of your energy you give to god look at how much of your skill you give to god you are proving the sincerity of your love sincerity of your love sincerity of your love so look at it look at how much of your money you give to god you can't just say i love you lord i love you lord and you can't even pay tight you can't even give your 10 percent to god what kind of love is this am i talking to somebody this morning everyone directs his or her treasures or goods to the place where his love is if you are not giving for the cause of god then your love for god is fake if you are not giving for the sake of the of the work of god you are, you are not you are not investing in god's work in god's kingdom then your love for god is fake it's fake you are not giving your talent you are skillful you can there are things you can do there are things that you can help the church to do there are things you talk you you can talk you know ah, ah. but when you come to check then you become mm, mm. tell somebody jesus is lord mm. shout hallelujah mm. shall we go for evangelism mm. what kind of love is this Somebody, what, what kind of love is this? You see, you are, you are afraid you will do. Mm. <laughs> Ask somebody, what kind of love is this? Amen. So, if you are not giving your money, if you are not giving your time, if you are not giving your talent and your life to God, then check your love for God well. Check it well. Something is wrong. Remember that it takes love for God to experience true riches, blessings protection and healing from god it takes it takes it takes love for god to you see there are certain demons there are certain things that do not go out by i bind you there are certain things that do not come by i claim there are things that only happens to us because we are lovers of god the kind of money and blessing solomon received you cannot tell me that it was a result of his plenty prayer. There are things prayer will do, but there are things that the love of God does that prayer cannot do. May you experience such blessings because of the love of God. Amen? When you read the Bible, the, the, New the Bible talks about John the Beloved. Now, John the Beloved, Jesus said that he can even decide that John should live longer and John should live till he comes the second coming of Christ. And you know why? Because John... The Bible calls him the disciple whom Jesus loved. <laughs> I mean, the relationship between John and Jesus was a love relationship. Yeah. It is said that sometimes Jesus would be teaching and then John would put his head. And John was not a small boy. He, John was an old man. In fact, he was one of the oldest disciples. But the love of God made him like a little child before God. The love of God, it made him like a little child. I can imagine. I can imagine I'm, I'm talking to people and then Mesakwa will put his head. <laughs> I, I, you understand what I'm talking about? 
and, and John didn't mind. The love was so much that he didn't care what people thought about him. You are so conscious of yourself. What kind of love is this? You can't dance. You can't cry in worship. You are stiff. Oh, faith more can't be. Eh? Oh, why be a dot more adule? Ole adule. But John was a lover. May you experience long life because you love Jesus. Somebody clap your hands and say, Thank you, Jesus. So, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 14, the Bible says, For the love of Christ constraineth us. The love of Christ constraineth us. The love of God, Christ is what cons- that compels us. God looks on our hearts more than our outward appearance. In other words, God looks at why we do what we do. Is it because of love? You know, sometimes you can even give offering because you have to give it as a duty. Not because of love. Are you aware of that? Oh, come and talk to me. Are you aware of that? You know, sometimes we give to, we give offerings or you give pocket or housekeeping money in the house not because of love you don't feel love but this one is a duty so Charlie we, we need money for this we need to so take the money sometimes like you give it angrily and sometimes it's the same thing we do with God it is offering time you must give something so we give not because of love Let's give. No. but God wants love God wants your heart God is not looking for your money he's looking for your heart did you hear what I said I said God is looking for what Tell somebody God is looking for your heart. Yeah. Tell somebody God is not after your CDs. <laughs> He's looking for your heart. He's looking for your heart. Where is your heart? God wants your heart. God wants my heart. God is not looking for my preaching. He's looking for my heart. Huh? Tampoqua. Powerful song. But God is not looking for your song. He's looking for your heart first. Is that okay? Yeah. If my heart can go first, the, the way my voice sounds wouldn't matter. I can be singing off key, but if my heart is right, oh my God. It is well. Somebody clap your hands if you are clapping it. Amen. God has a special place in the kingdom for those whose hearts are perfect towards him. Second Chronicles chapter 16 and verse 9. It says, for eyes have not sorry, for the eyes of the Lord run to and fro the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of those whose heart is perfect towards him. 2 Chronicles 16 verse 9. For the eyes of the Lord runs to and fro the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is after him. Wow. Wow. So, to have a perfect heart towards God, among other things, is to love God. A man who loves God has a perfect heart towards God. Hmm? Hidden riches, health, blessings are God and the blessings of God are strictly for people who love God and serve Him. Hidden riches, prosperity, health, the blessings of God are strictly for the people who love God and serve Him. In Exodus chapter 23, verse 25. Exodus 23, 25. 
Exodus 23, 25. The Bible says, And you shall love the Lord your God with you shall love the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and water, and thy water. And I will take sickness out of the midst of thee. And there shall be nothing cast their young, nor be barren in thy land. And the number of thy days I will fulfill. Hallelujah. Wow. He says, simply by loving God and serving God, he shall bless thy bread. He shall bless your water. And I will take sickness out of the midst of thee. This morning, every sickness in your life, I command it out in the name of Jesus Christ. He said in verse 27, And I will send my fear before you. I will send my fear before you. And will destroy all the people to whom thou shalt come. And I will make thy enemies turn their back unto thee. So when your enemies are coming and they see you, they will turn their back and run away. My God. Why? Simply because I love the Lord. May you become a lover and a server of Jesus Christ. Amen. Listen, for those of you who don't who don't express your love to God, you don't by by you, you know you are just there. You are there. You are there. Huh? You are there. And you are happy, you are just there, and you are punctual, you are there. But it's not enough. Are you understand what I'm saying? This month, before we end the year, it must change. Can I hear somebody say amen? Tell somebody say it is changing. Come on, tell somebody it is changing. It is changing. Tell somebody I am becoming a better person. I am becoming a better person. Hallelujah. Yeah. So if you are not doing anything before the end of this year, this month of October, you will serve God. This month of October, you will become a lover of God. You will give to God. You will be there for God. You will be involved in the things of God. You will be involved. You oh, you will be involved, and God will honor His word in your life. Amen? Yeah. Matthew chapter 22, verse 37 and 38. And Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. This is the first and great commandment. The first and great commandment. David loved the Lord by his affection to the house of God. And I will end with this scripture. I will continue in the second service. In 1 Chronicles chapter 29, verse 3 and 4. And everybody please pay attention to this scripture. This is where I'm going to end in the first service and then continue in the second service. Alright? 1 Chronicles 29, verse 3. Alright? Okay? So, give me the BBE, the basic Bible English. Do you have that one? You have it? Okay. The Bible says, And because this house of God is dear to me, I give my private store of gold and silver to the house of my God, in addition to all I have got ready for this holy house. David said, Because the house of God is so dear to me, I give. Eh? He said, I give my private store of gold. In the King James Version, he says, because I have set my affection or my love to the house of my God, I have of my own proper good of silver and gold, which I have given to the house of my God. If you love God, you must let it show. I said, if you love God, you must let it show. 
Amen. No wonder David became the great grandfather of Jesus Christ. No wonder Solomon loved God because studying his father, he realized that, oh, this is my father. I must become like him. May your children see the way you love God and decide that they will be like you. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. This morning, I believe you are blessed. Are, are you blessed this morning? Leave this place loving God more. Don't ever forget it. That nobody can love you like the way he's done. Hmm? And so love him. Love him with your might. Love him with your energy. Some of you fathers and mothers here, you've, you have a little more energy left. The little you have, love him with it. Yes. You may not be as when you used to be 30 years old or 25 years old or 15 years old. And probably some of you, even when you came to know the Lord, you are already 50 years or 40 years or 60 years. And so you've wasted a lot of your time out there. The left energy, the energy left in you, use it to love the Lord. Am I talking to somebody here? Some of you gentlemen, before you came to know the Lord, you used to buy things for girls. You used to spray money on girls and alcohol and things. You used to misbehave all over the place. Listen, now that you have come to know the Lord, the little you have left, use it to serve the Lord. I don't like your amen. I said the little you have left, use it to serve the Lord. Amen? And some, some ladies have used their bodies to do all sorts of things. Hmm? You've slept on every bed from Sorikwejuma to vulnerable mattress to water bed to everything to kitchen stool to kai. and now you are in the house of the lord the one that is left the beauty that is left use it to serve the lord are you angry at what i'm saying i said the little that is left use it to do what use it look at somebody and tell the person what is left use it for god yeah whatever, whatever is left in you, whatever is left in you, huh? the beauty, the energy, the strength, the money, everything that is left, use it for God. Tell the person, use it for God. Yeah. Some of you are looking at me. <laughs> you are making yourself, please, I beg, tell somebody, use it for God. Yeah. Use it for God. Hmm? Yeah. Use it for God. Use it for God. The little style you have left, use it for God. The little voice you have left, use it for God. Jesus said, I must work the work of him that called me while it is day. Because the night is coming where no man can work again. John chapter 4 verse 9. So the little that is left, use it for God. You know my PA, my former PA in Jowulu, Reverend Divine Azalete. Yeah, I'm older than him. I was, when, when I traveled with my wife for leave, I was there one day in the morning when the presiding bishop sent me a message that divine was not well so i called divine and we spoke and he said oh today there was better and all of that it was on a saturday he spoke he said it was better young guy in his early 40s have two little children one is almost four years and the other is now getting to two years then the sunday after the monday dawn where i was which was a different time in ghana in the, in the night in Ghana, you know, I the presiding that was around 2 a.m. where I was, and I woke up. And then, when I woke up, that usually my system is some way, so I woke up and I took my phone. Usually, around that time, I don't take my phone, but when I 
to, I just took my phone and for some reason I saw presiding bishop had sent me a message so I decided to check and then he said it's with a deep sorrow to inform you that your former personal assistant Reverend Divine Azalete have gone to be with the Lord wow 40 years that's over 40 years he's gone to be with the Lord and you are here you, are, you don't even want to serve God you can't even pay tight. <laughs> you see what you are doing to yourself. You are here. You don't. You don't want. You don't want to serve God. And, and I saw the four there. So that is why me. I don't want to do anything when I come to church and I close and I go home. Really, really. Are you, are you, are you serious? Because we are concerned for you. Don't want to do anything with us. Can you even say that? Ask somebody, how, how, how can you say such a thing? And ask the person, since when did you become perfect? Since when did you become perfect that you want to? When I'm in person, you are becoming one sem. And I'm in person, and I am a counter for one sem. And I'm coming and one sem. You too, stop driving people away from serving God. Stop the plenty talking. You know everything in the church. You have every information about everybody. You see this brother and this sister working. Hey, they are dating. You see this one and this one. They say, hey, they are fornicating. You see this one and this one. Hey, they are stealing. What is wrong with you? Please, can't you see that the time is ticking and Jesus is coming soon? Concern will take you to hell. Gossiping will lead you to, to hell. Am I preaching? I know some of you are looking at me like you don't care what I'm saying but I know you care even if you don't care I'm still preaching if you keep quiet as for us, as for me and my house, I will shout for it. Am I talking to somebody here? Don't, don't, don't come and don't come and mess us up. No, don't. Look, you don't even know when you are going. I don't even know when I'm going. You don't know where, where, where you are going. When I was speaking to Divine, Divine said, "Oh, Charlie, I'm fine." He said, "Oh, boss, you didn't tell me you are traveling." He said, "Charlie, when you are coming, bring me something." He was waiting for me to come back to bring him something. <laughs> Look at him, he's gone. And you don't even know when you are going. I remember my early, my late brother, my elder brother. We are only three. My elder brother. They called me at home. I was at Sprinter. They called me that your brother is sick. So I rushed to Adabraka. I said they should meet me at the nearest hospital. So we went to Adabraka Polyclinic. I went to see him. When I went, he was just lying down. Oh, he couldn't even look at me. Remember me? <laughs> he couldn't look at me. Then I was like, I was trying to talk to him. The next so I should give him a little time. So I stood there for some time. I said, let me go home and come back. In the morning, when I was, I was coming to the hospital from the house, I remember where I got to. A little before you get to Hotel Kufour, a little before you get there, African Regent. I remember exactly where I was. Then I received a call from my sister and said, Ray! I said, Sister Adeyan. He said, Mike, who? And you, are, and you still don't want to serve God. There are people who have billions and they've died and left it. 
and family members are displaying the money and is using it. There are people I've prayed for. There are people I've prayed for who, when their parents had money, their parents died and left them estates and money. And one uncle or two uncles or three uncles will sit on their money and say, And they will come for prayer. And all the things their parents worked for has become useless. And their uncles are using it to marry second wife, third wife, fourth wife. You give offering. Sacrifice unto God. Join the choir. Be an usher. So what do you want? Let's close. Can you prepare the oil for me? It's an anointing service. Do that quickly. Say, Sunday, you decide that the house of God it doesn't deserve the best. Something is wrong with your love for God. Are you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that you don't have it, but some of you, you are blessed. God has blessed you. You can dress nicely, but you decide that when, if you are going to see, if you are going to see the DCE in your village, you won't even dress sometimes the way you dress to church. You know, some time ago, I told all the parents, I said, never, whether it is a teaching service, whether it is Friday service, whether it is what you don't wear slippers to this altar. I told you guys, remember? Yeah. And then one time I saw somebody wearing was it somebody wearing something? Yeah. I told them, I told I said, everybody tell the person to get down from the get down from get down from the stage. Get down. If you are going to a kufu, if the president says he's coming to this church next week Sunday, some of you dress better. Because you are dressing to meet the president of Ghana, local president. President of a country that is so much, has been so much debt. Poor country with gutters, uncovered gutters all over the place. With thieves all over this country in as ministers and everything. Yeah. You dress nice to come and meet him. When you are dressing, you are coming to meet the king. Oh, we chat about it. Last time I told the ushers, I said, Never let me see you wear t shirt on Sunday. You remember? I told you, I said, Don't let me see you unless we decide that today we are being dressed down. It's different. When, if God blesses you, hey, be a blessing. Let God be happy. How, why would you wear why would you wear expensive dress for funeral? And when you are coming to church, then you dress anyhow. You don't have it, it's different. Yeah. Me I've been there before I used to wear chalwati to church, but that chalwati is shy than in war. Why don't you wear chalwati? She inside the fair white. 
Because it's shy. When I'm going to go to the house, I'm going to go to the house. Vim. So even if when you wear chalwati, my brothers, or you wear t-shirt, wear it with vim. Huh? Hey! T-shirt go on your cross, you have a starch. Lift up your hands. <laughs> Father, this morning, as we anoint ourselves, let the love of God change somebody's destiny in the name of Jesus. Let somebody enter a deeper relationship of love with you like never before. I ask that Jehovah, you would come through for somebody in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Come on, quickly go around with the oil and then anoint yourselves. Touch the oil and anoint yourself before I pray for you. your prayer.
every yoke be destroyed. I said, let every yoke be destroyed. Let every closed door open. Let a miracle take place in your life. Let healing take place in your life. I can't hear your amen. I said, let healing take place in your life. Let deliverance take place in your life. Let God establish your miracle in your life. Let closed doors open in your life. This week, experience the power of God. I bless you in the name of Jesus. The anointing that breaks every yoke, let every yoke be broken in the name of Jesus. Receive a divine encounter. Let every sickness in your body right now, I command it to disappear, 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 disappear. In the name of Jesus. Somebody is healed in the waist right now. Somebody just got healed in the waist. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Somebody just received healing in your eye. Healing in your eye. God just healed somebody in your eye. There is pain. There is pain. So much pain in your eye. The pain just left you now. Never to return again. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Somebody clap your hands and celebrate Jesus.